Welcome to Quietly Confident Introverts, the podcast that empowers introverted women leaders and entrepreneurs to overcome self-doubt and build confidence to thrive. Together, we'll explore your unique strengths, help you create a presence in the marketplace, and build profitable, impactful businesses. It's time for introverted women to rise, and it starts right here. Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'm so excited. And I'm excited because we're keeping on going with the recordings and with the podcasts. And today I have an exciting topic as well, which is very close to my heart. And it's all about how introverted leaders can reprioritize to feel empowered and confident. So welcome. I wonder what you're up to this February and what February is looking like for you. It's the month of love and the focus can be on loving yourself as well as giving yourself some tough love. (laughs) So we'll be looking at that and exploring that as we go along when we talk about this uh, topic today. So I also want to encourage you that as you've been listening to the podcast so far, if you feel like you want to connect with me to have a conversation to help you look at your leadership, as well as your business journey, feel free to do so. Follow through with the link that is in the show notes and connect with me for a clarity and exploration coaching call where you would leave with some ideas and some tips and help you get unstuck with anything that you feel that you need to get unstuck. So today, obviously, we are talking about how introverted leaders can reprioritize to feel empowered and confident. I don't know about you, but I always lean into using keywords and themes for the month because it helps to focus me on what is important. So this month, I am focused on talking about reprioritization. And that's the theme for this month, which is also linked to the keyword for the year. The key word for the year for me is essence. And essence is about what's at your core? What's your flavor? (laughs) What's your purpose? What do you bring to the world? And how does that impact yourself and those around you? So we want to dive into looking at reprioritization. I want to talk about it in three key ways. So these three key ways are ways that I myself am also using to address the theme for the month, which is to reprioritize. So the first word here is to review. What you want to look at is to carry out a review. Before you can reprioritize, you have to look at what is your current priority anyway? What are you currently focusing on? Where are you currently uh, managing and using your energy? And a review will always make you look, whether in a physical mirror (laughs) or in inwards, like put a mirror to yourself, basically review yourself, review your activities, and you might find the good, the bad, and the ugly. So you want to take that deep look at the things that you are prioritizing currently. And one of the quotes I like to do with this uh, by Socrates, he says, 
the unexamined life is not worth living. So as an introvert, you have the gifts of introspection to really review your life in depth. And this is not something you do as a one-off. You can do it over and over the course of this month. If like myself, this that's the team for the month, you can do it on a daily basis. Like for many people who have my journal and myself who has my journal, I start the day with a daily reflection and I end it with a review of the day. So it can be a habit that you do anyway, because once you do a review of the day, you can reprioritize the next day, isn't it? Isn't that brilliant? So this Win Your Day journal really does great things. And then once you've done this review, what do you need to do? Well, of course, you've looked at the good, you've looked at the bad, <laughs> you've looked at the ugly, right? The problem is the ugly and the bad can erode the good where that is what you're focusing on. So if you have realized that there is the ugly and there is the bad, then you have to get rid of it. So the next one is to remove. Remove what no longer serves you. Remove what is weighing you down. Remove what is actually not currently needing to be a priority. Why do you have to remove? Like I said, if you don't remove, you can, it can affect the good. If you don't remove the ugly and the bad, it can affect the good. Now, removing can take longer than you think, but identifying the things that you want to remove as a result of your review is the first important step. Because once you've done that, whether you can do an immediate removal or removal over time, at least you are aware of the things that you need to remove. In a sense, what you want to get rid of is sabotage, whether self-sabotage or sabotage that is around you, either in your environment. And as a leader, this can mean making difficult, difficult decisions, having difficult conversations, which are necessary because it might relate to people and it might relate to uh, those other people that will be impacted by it. And you have to have those difficult conversations. This is where courageous leadership matters most. So what is the quote that I want you to remember with this? It's one that I love that comes from my, uh, I have a, uh, a tool which I call, Cam which is called Canva. And it always brings up this quote when you're doing a design. <laughs> and it reminds, uh, it reminds me of how to work on the design to make it best. And it says that perfection is achieved, not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing more to take away. And it's by Anton de Saint Expore. I hope I, I pronounce it correctly. But basically what he's saying is that that removal is how you create perfection, not by adding things, but by removing things. And I think it makes sense, especially for you as an introvert, to think about lightening the load, to think about bringing ease, to think about making things lighter for you. This is why this is a key word for me this year. I myself subscribe to getting coached and speaking to my coach, I realized that there are things in my life that I wanted to get rid of and I needed to make courageous decisions to do that. 
And there are things as well that we're not in alignment. For example, one of the things I really want to focus on beyond anything else this month is health. Now, as you know, when it comes to health, you have food, you have sleep, you have all sorts of things. And many times you've got to use willpower. The problem with willpower is that is actually, I watched a BBC documentary that said that it's actually a finite resource. Once you're applying willpower in one area, it can be difficult to transfer it to other areas. So when you're prioritizing one particular place, it can make it difficult. So how do you make it easier for yourself is by removal, removing things, removing sabotaging things around you. It makes it easier to apply willpower when you don't have to apply to too many things. So that's what it means. Basically, take away rather than add to create that better focus. So the last R that I want to talk about as well that helps with reprioritization is actually the process of the reprioritization itself. How do you do that? So you need to ask yourself the question, what is important right now for me to focus on? And how do I make the main thing the main thing? For me, it's how do I keep it real as well? <laughs> you know, that's one of the phrases that I love to use, keeping it real, keeping it raw. And as I'm sharing here, I've had to keep it real. I have to keep it raw. Because knowing your capacity, removing things that are not within your capacity can help you. So when you're reprioritizing, asking yourself key questions like, which one is the number one? Which one is the number two? Which one is the number three? And then taking time to focus on it in that order now brings you back into a sense of feeling empowered. And guess what? When you remove things that are sabotaging, when you remove things that are weighing you down, what happens is that you're focusing now on the good parts that you want to focus on. Therefore, that focus ultimately then leads to feeling empowered and feeling more confident. Yeah. And one of the quotes again, as you well know, I love using quotes. It's a quote that says, people who can focus get things done, but people who can prioritize get the right things done. And when you do the right things, that's where you start generating the results that you want because the right things are linked to the results that you really want. And the results that you want have the right things done in the right order. Somebody told me last year that, Becoming a millionaire requires you to do certain things in business the right way, in the right word order, consistently, and to do things that others are not willing to do to get to that position they need to get to. And one of the things people are never really willing to do is to do the hard stuff of looking closely at their life, removing the things that no longer serve them and are making them stay comfortable although uncomfortable because they want a better life, so that they can now focus on the right things and prioritize. One of the ways that you can do this reprioritization as well is not to hang on to things that you know are not in your strength zone. And as a leader, that is where you now have to develop the leadership skills to delegate and give over those things that are not in your strength zone. 
whether you're doing it because you want to feel all powerful or because it makes sense, you have to think about how is this, the, is this the right thing right now? For example, as a business owner, I am growing my business this year so that I can work more on my business rather than in my business. And again, that's the area of my strength because one of my top five strengths is being a strategist. The other one is I can, I'm a visionary, so I can see a bigger picture. The good thing is I've developed skills that allow me to develop solutions. But then on the other hand of it, once it comes to the execution of those solutions, I might not be the best person to execute it and complete it to the end. Acknowledging that to myself <laughs> through a review, removing that particular thing and giving it to somebody. That is what's important in the reprioritization stage. It will not be on my plate because what will be on my plate will be the things that I have decided are within my strength zone that I want to do. The good thing as well is that when you decide what you want to prioritize, the ones you don't want to do that you've delegated, there's another way that you can develop yourself, which is by building your skills of communication and delegation effectively. So as a leader, if you do that, what then happens is those around you as well, and having the focus of helping them build trust and you trusting them to deliver helps them to develop their leadership skills. And guess what? A person that is surrounded by other leaders finds himself doing less. So this is the ultimate, isn't it? We want this ultimate ease. We want this ultimate freedom, but there is a price. And the price is to put your eye on the prize, the prize that you want to win. Pay the price while keeping your eye on the prize. So when you do that, that means that you can achieve what you're looking to achieve. Now, this is my own focus for February. What's yours? And if you're looking for ways uh, and help and support to be able to have a strategist by your side helping you to look more closely at this, because guess what? Sometimes it's painful and it's difficult to look really deeply at the things that we know are our fault. We know we're doing wrong or we know as sabotaging. Or we also are not really sure because if you've done something for so long, you become conditioned and you don't know really what to take away. This is where a coach can be useful and a coach can apply the frameworks and the strategies to help you to dig deeper. If that's you and you connect and you resonate, please feel free to come along and talk to me check out the show notes to find a link that allows you to do just that. I would love to hear from you. Well, finally, as I round off this episode, I want to encourage you that whether you prioritize anything else, prioritize love is an opportunity. Love is in the air. Everywhere you go in the shops, why not take the chance to love yourself, to love others in a deep, meaningful way? The heart that loves is a heart that is alive. And you want to feel alive. You want to feel vibrant. You want to allow yourself to go to that place of vulnerability of giving and receiving love. It's one thing to give. It's another thing to receive. So this is my final message that I want to leave with you. And in terms of that, I want to encourage you and say that as an introvert, 
you know that your quiet strengths, such as deep thinking, so, such as introspection, such as empathy, such as sensitivity, those things are valuable, whether as a leader or as a business person. And you can learn to tap into them, learn to love those strengths and use them to move ahead in life and to feel empowered and confident. So until next time, just stay confidently introverted. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Quietly Confident Introverts. If you found today's discussion valuable, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with others. You can also connect with me, Patience Ogumbono, at The Visionary Introverted Woman. Until next time, stay confidently introverted.